Coming up on today's federal newscast, there's a recognizable theme to the Republican Study Committee's 2020 budget proposal. The Pentagon wants a new way to punish those who swindle its TRICARE program. And yet another former intelligence official is found guilty of conspiring with the Chinese government. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A series of familiar cuts to federal pay and benefits are part of the Republican Study Committee's 2020 budget proposal. The committee says federal employees should be hired and fired at will and recommends eliminating across-the-board federal pay raises. It also calls for higher employee contributions to federal retirement and agencies cutting the size of the federal workforce through attrition. The committee has introduced similar proposals in previous years, but rarely make it to appropriations or other spending bills. A proposed rule looks to fine those who defraud the Defense Department's TRICARE program. It would use the same monetary penalties Health and Human Services uses against Medicare fraudsters. The Defense Health Agency says astronomical increases in costs in the TRICARE program due to fraud and abuse require harsher penalties. There will be a review of the impact climate change has on military contractors' ability to respond to national security threats. The Government Accountability Office says it will be looking at climate change's potential effects on defense contractors and the military supply chain. The review comes after a request from Senator Elizabeth Warren. Airmen and their families living in privatized housing can now call a 24-7 hotline if they have any housing issues. The Air Force sets up the line after reports of mice, mold, and lead paint in some privatized military housing. The service hopes it will lead to better communication between residents and the housing chain of command. Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan defends the Pentagon's JEDI contract in congressional testimony. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. Shanahan acknowledged concerns that the up to $10 billion contract is a winner-take-all affair, but he told the House Appropriations Committee they shouldn't worry about impeding competition because JEDI, he says, will only represent a small subset of the department's long-term moves toward cloud environments. That stance is at odds with some of DOD's previous statements. As recently as November, it said it planned to move 80% of its applications to Jedi. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The National Institute of Standards and Technology wants to know the current state of artificial intelligence. In a request for information, NIST also asks for future challenges in AI. It plans to use the comments to develop government-wide AI technical standards required by an executive order President Trump signed in February. NIST will accept comments through the end of May. There's one less leadership vacancy at the Homeland Security Department as acting DHS Secretary Kevin McLeanan swears in the new head of the Secret Service. James Murray becomes the 26th director of USSS after 23 years at the agency. Most recently, he was the assistant director of protective operations, where he was responsible for the overall coordination and implementation of the Secret Service's protective mission. Agencies are one step closer to getting another tool to recruit cyber workers. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The Senate wants to use rotational assignments as a way to make up for the shortage of cybersecurity workers across government. The upper chamber passed the bipartisan Federal Rotational Cyber Workforce Program Act yesterday to create a program to attract and retain civilian employees. Lawmakers hope this approach will let employees with cyber expertise broaden their experience and foster collaborative networks. 
The program would let employees serve across multiple agencies and gain experience beyond their primary assignment. The bill now goes to the House for consideration. There is no companion in the lower chamber. I'm Jason Miller. Congress comes up empty-handed after a hearing and multiple requests for more information about the Interior Department's reorganization plans. The House Natural Resources Committee asked Interior for its plans to reorganize its functions across the country into 12 unified regions. The regions will all share common administrative functions. Interior has not shared its plans with the committee and is not promising that it ever will. The department does say contractors are finishing up a review and recommendations for how Interior might streamline its IT, procurement, and human capital functions. A bipartisan group of House lawmakers want to restore federal administrative law judges back to the competitive service. A new bill would reverse a 2018 executive order, moving them to the accepted service and out of the Office of Personnel Management's long hiring and selection process. House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings and Subcommittee Chairman Jerry Connolly are both co-sponsors. The bill has support from Republican Congressman Tom Cole and Brian Fitzpatrick. Members say administrative law judges are more susceptible to a political hiring process under the new system. Four members of the House have introduced a bipartisan bill to end the Postal Service's mandate to pre-fund health benefits for future postal retirees. House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee Chairman Peter DeFazio, one of the bill's sponsors, says the pre-funding mandate has contributed to most of the Postal Service's financial losses for more than a decade. The National Association of Letter Carriers has called the bill an important first step towards postal reform. And another former member of the intelligence community is found to have conspired with Chinese intelligence services. Jerry Chengxing Li pleads guilty to selling defense information he acquired as a CIA case officer. It's the third case in less than a year a former member of the IC has been convicted for working with China. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Thank you.